Welcome to Before You Tank, thriving in an industry that sucks. We say it sucks because 98% will fail. Our mission is to make sure you don't. Welcome back, everybody. We are here at Before You Tank. We are hoping to help you thrive in an industry that we say sucks. Um, Again, we say it sucks because it's a 2% success rate. So um, not because everything in life is sucky. Um, I'm excited today because, you know, you've gotten to get to know us a little bit. And um, Pawan is kind of quiet. Um, he has that intense accident, accent that is gorgeous, but it's, it's sexy and quiet. And um, so just for fun, I'm going to tell you just to give you a, a summary of us. I always have a coffee. Keith has a delicious latte fancy coffee. I know where you're going. But Pawan has to have a beer, just so you guys get where I'm headed. I'm teasing. Um, We are afternoon. We're allowed to drink. It's that time of day. But he does better with a little cocktail. So I just want to let you know that he's that laid back Brazilian boy, right? Um, Indian. Indian. But you were in Brazil. I love Brazil, but I mean, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're like this incredible world traveler. This is so exciting. All right, you guys. I really want to have the subject conversation because Juan is really an incredible expert in product development, but not just designing a product, but how to do it so it's simple to manufacture, mass produce it, huge volumes, and really keeping it affordable so that we have all have a chance for success. And so he he gave me this list, which I'm I can't even tell you how excited I am. It's a really neat way for you to work with your inventors to kind of get in their head and understand. And you call it the seven whys of product development. Um, we probably won't have time to hit on all of them, but I do seven have a... W's. I'm sorry, seven W's. Oh my God, you guys, it's seven W's on, on, on the, for product development. So I'm going to start with an actual W, not a Y. And, <laughs> <laughs> but everything leads to Y, right? Okay, so let's start with... What is the problem that you are trying to solve um, with your innovation? So that's the first question that you like to ask people. Yes. What is the problem they're solving? Explain like what you're looking for them to kind of share with you. Yeah, just before jumping into that question, actually, I will explain why the seven W's are important. Because if I'm working with the inventor, right, I really need to understand his mind. Because I need to pull everything in his mind to, on the table to me to understand what exactly he's trying to develop, what is his intentions, why why he wants to do do that, or what is the key point, and how he wants to, where is he in his development, so I know where to jump in. So these seven Ws I created based on that. So once I ask those seven questions, I'm going to have clear the idea about what is what he's doing, what why he wants to solve the problem, and where he wants to go, and how I can help him out, because that, some of the products I've, I've seen that they already have prototype developed. So I don't need to go for the basics. But some of the people just come up with the sketch. Hey, I have some this idea. What can we do? So I just want to understand where I went so I can give them proper help because I don't want to take unnecessary money from them if I don't have to. Oh, and you're so good at that. I really do appreciate that. He, You guys, he does so much work for me. I'll draw you this. I'll figure that out for you. Um, so you are fabulous. But I like that because I think when you can get into the head of the way the innovator's thinking, then you know how to develop it in the way to solve the problem that he's wanting. Yeah, and I think it helps both of us because I'm going to do it quicker than he's trying to explain me later on. It just works there. So going back to your first question is, 
what is the problem you want to solve and i think that's very important because you are creating something right so what is it that you're trying to solve so if i know understanding better i can help you or i can just give you guide about some with my experience maybe you can do this 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 depending if he where he has in his patent status like whatever he has released but i can look into his document and say hey you have this but you may be missing this thing so give him some more ideas about what he can do and everything so just using my experience for past 20 years with working in the aviations and all the startups and everything just give them an information i'm not just a guy who's going to do product but i just prefer that way oh and i think i think we almost need to think about this one step further when you say what problem are you solving mm-hmm. and you say this to me you'll say does that problem really need to be solved and by how many people right because don't you agree sometimes that people think they're solving this terrible problem that's theirs but it may not be a big enough problem that it's a real issue a problem a product that would sell right mm-hmm. don't you think there's something to that and so if you get in their head then you might be able to bring in those added features that now make it a problem that's more mass appealed correct that also and I'm trying to make the product simpler too it helps me to make it simple because a lot of time and I've seen that repeatedly like people want to come with a new innovation and they want to reinvent the wheel if you want to say that right they want to invent the simple thing but they want to make it complicated and I think working in aviation I know that you make things complicated you're going to have problem in going in the future so trying to make it simple so if you have something existing try to work around it so i will say that don't reinvent the wheel but work around the wheel and find better way to use the wheel that's really and i think great. that helps me to understand when i understand what their mind is yeah that's such a good example of the difference between working somebody who truly treats you as a partner versus just you know a client right mm-hmm. when you just hire somebody they're going to provide a service done done you know it's kind of a transactional sort of relationship versus building a real relationship where you can establish you know here's the goals for the company here's the goals for the product here's what we're really trying to accomplish the problems we're trying to solve you get to that level of understanding then you really enable that partner to do their best work yeah i agree and i think that really ties in with other things that we have said before which is that you have to let go of the fear that Pawan's going to steal your idea or your product developer is going to steal your idea and realize that he genuinely has this 20 years experience he can look at it he's looking at it so deep in a way that you can't even look at to know that when it gets to manufacturing it can do all that so let him be there for you use him for that talent and skill share what you're thinking I know I do that really well cuz I have no technical experience. So I know I'm like, can you just make this happen and you go, uh, is there a framework? And I'm like, nope, I got nothing and you can go and do magic. But some people get really I I've had that and they won't ever launch. They keep fixing it and they keep fixing it and they keep fixing it and we never hit a launch date. And they they spend all their money and there's no money to launch. So I I really like that you're really asking those great questions. And it's not only me like that there's more other product developers so i think they in for inventor is basically if they want to work with the product developer they need to understand this is how we should be working there's someone the product developer needs to ask them a question in this sense to understand that they're good partner actually they want to be really partner with the product developer to work together and this develop it and i think that's what i prefer to work like that yeah you do work really well as a partner and i mean we all know the horror stories cuz i get them all the time you know people that spend a fortune on a product and then the development and they get mm-hmm. nothing. Um I just want to say a couple things on that cuz I really want us to be positive in that in our arena. 
And it, we are developing new things, right? So we are trying to invent new products. So that's not always easy to do, right? Sometimes right. you take on something. Um, Keith is an actual rocket scientist, tell you guys. Um, and, you know, then, of course, Pawan worked in aerospace, so they know really complicated products. But it does happen. I mean, it does happen that you think you're doing something really simple. And I've had a product that used some magnets to make LED lights. And I thought, how simple is this? And it wasn't. It was really complicated. So I say that because when you are picking your product developer, the guy who's sincere, which is Pawan, um, he's going to say, look, you know, there's obstacles here. There's some issues here. Like, we need to know this. And he, I have a really hard time getting him to charge. Um, but it's because he will, like, draft out, like, this is what I think it could look like. And I am the queen of take that and run. But if you don't know how to take that and run and you're actually getting to this finished product, you know, listen to that. Find that. So one of the questions that I like that you asked here was you out of your W's was um, you asked the, the, the question that we all that we swear by, which is that one fifth role, mm -hmm. you ask, what is the target cost for production? Like, what is this supposed to do? Because you guys, that sets the stage. And, and we always joke about, you know, getting to that right cost, but you guys, there's products that are luxury and you can sell them. Like I, we joked about Chanel, but you can sell them for the high end world. Um, but they can still be made of cost effective in case you can't, then you come down. So you guys, I don't know if anybody knows this or really realizes this, but in most industries, there's anywhere from five to 20 manufacturers that they make for everybody, right? So they just, there's only X amount of like pantyhose manufacturers, there were five, but everybody's brands came out of that. Oh yeah. And so people don't realize that you are probably getting it for the same price as your neighbor at Walmart and I'm selling mine at Nordstrom's, but we're all selling the same product. But when Pawan looks at a product, you're always looking at it as cost-effective, um, even if you're a luxury brand. Which, you guys, that means huge margins. Okay. I mean, speaking of the luxury, going back to the point, speaking of luxury brand, I used to develop the seats for the business class or executive jet. That's the luxury market that right. I used to do that. But at that time, is also our whole goal is to reduce the cost, make it simple. Because that increases your growth profit margin, which is good for you. Yes. And the reason I ask the price is again going back to one fifth rule because a lot of people don't understand how important is that one fifth rule is. So once I know what's their price range is, then I can look into that. Okay, can it be even possible to begin with? Exactly. That's brilliant. You're right. So we're not even wasting the time mailing a prototype. Exactly. If it needs to be built for 20 and you're like the cheapest I can get the materials, just the materials is 45 then we know there's not a fighting chance yeah, that's actually brilliant. i think it helps everyone on the going for in that chain that is really brilliant so you guys you guys know our favorite tip is always wait for your developer to ask you what cost it's supposed to be what <laughs> retail you're selling for and if they yeah. don't don't walk run out of there okay um the other another why another w i don't know why i want it to be a why i've been why before Another, oh yeah, did I do it again? Okay. Um, why is it important that you solve this problem? I think that's, uh, I mean, that's not, just not the product developer, but if you're really going anywhere, you're trying to solve something, what's in it for you, right? I mean, I, let's say if I partner with this great innovation, he starts over there in the middle of the innovation and says, no, I'm not interested anymore. So we both wasted our time, he wasted his money. And I could have done something else. So I think it's more important, like what's in it for you? 
because it needs to really come from deep inside your heart like you need to believe in your product why you want to solve the problem oh my god you're so kind most don't you think most Keith, most product developers like, I don't care whether you finish or not, as long as I get my paycheck. And you're really concerned that they're going to spend money on something that they're not going to pursue is what you're saying. I keep saying that like many I times that you like you send that. me some of the clients and I keep hearing like they got ripped off by the client. There's a, someone who was there. They spent thousands of dollars. And then when we start talking about that, we realize they don't have nothing. They just have a couple of the screenshots from the product developer. And I'll like do wasting so much money yeah. on that. And to build on that, you know, even if even you do get your product, right, you get it going prototype, that that same question is important when you get to the stage of, hey, I need to scale up, I need investors, right? If you're pitching to an investor and they want to know, okay, well, but why are you solving this problem? Right? Because they want to know that if they're putting money in to help you scale this up, same reason, right? You're not gonna walk away. You really like you are the right person to solve this problem. You're fully invested and committed. It's such a right, key and thing the more personal it is, the more passionate about it. Right, mm-hmm. and as long as there's mass appeal, right? Because the they've have invested in enough products that they know that a lot of them are going to fail or a lot of them are going to run into roadblocks. Right, but if they invest in the right person behind that product, that they'll figure out a way. Right, who's to mo- continue? To- and I think we see that on Shark Tank. I don't watch that enough, but um, I do think I've seen people where they're like, "I'm out because you're not going to do this," or "You haven't even gotten oh, some yes. sales. You haven't put the effort in. Yeah, that you're I've out." So you're that, right. Yeah. If their heart and soul's not in it, that's a really great question. Yeah, I think it's a uh, just like going back to one thing you said that uh, you want to be partnered with your product developer. So it goes both ways. I want to be partnered with the innovator. I need to know he's full. He is in the game. Yeah. If not, then I'm. I know that it won't. It's not going to happen. And I'm used to hearing that from manufacturers because manufacturers don't want to set up and right. do one run because yep. they make their money on many units. So they don't want you to be the guy that buys a thousand, sits it in your garage and never comes back. But I've never heard it from a product developer. I love that about you. I knew I loved you from the day I met you. Um, <laughs> um, another um, W question you asked is of the current state of your product. Okay, so explain why that's important. I think... I thought it was reading the state your product's in, like, but I get it now. Go ahead. <laughs> Where is your product currently exactly, geographically you located? You meant like at what stage in the game are you with your Where product? Is that? It's in Florida? It's in Colorado? Yeah, yeah. You can come pick it up anytime you're in New York, you know, like, okay, sorry, I got it. I get a chance it. to travel, you know. That's it, so I love it. Okay, you meant this, no, like, the stage in which it's stage. in. Okay. okay, yeah, it's still in there, but... I think what I reason I want to do is because generally I way I work with the product developer and I think that's the right way to do it. Once I meet them first time, I understand the product with all this questionnaire, right? Then I'm gonna give them okay, this is what it's gonna cost you to go ahead. So put get that information. I want to know what is the current stage of the product. Like, is it just a napkin sketch right now that you're thinking about making it, or you already have done some research? Then I need to take it build up based on that or where. What so what's easier? Button? What's easier for you to because I know you're the king of fix it. So is it easier for you to have the product that's already at like mid stage and now you have to kind of rebuild around it? Or is it easier for you to have a napkin? Which I think like? easier is a napkin because it's a fresh, fresh paper and you have all edits you can put it in. I enjoy other stage more because I think that's more challenging. Right. But that's because of me. Yeah, I enjoy it. Like it's trying to solve the problem. I think whole thing is solving the problem. And you know, the aviation is always we are running into the problem. And uh, yeah. next thing is we gotta solve it. We have to solve it. So I think I just there. But I think the best way to solve it is if it's a napkin sketch, 
that's the best because then okay. you can talk with them and i think it's a good also because that phase you can also work with the patent attorney or who's oh, doing that's it that's brilliant i was just thinking that too so you, it's not too late you're not no. stuck in pigeonhole yeah, because you experience the same thing in my world right if somebody's come and they've got this amazing website built and it's got this huge problem right they probably already invested so much that like it's painful for them to have to read i've had you quote me for that (laughs) it's it's, it's so painful because i hear it a lot and i actually i get the question i understand where it's coming from but they'll like this guy did this stuff i'm in this really bad position can you fix it for next to nothing for me and right. like now they're hoping you bail about right it. exactly and so it's it's really painful and so similarly in the product development world or you know oh i, I developed this but it doesn't match my patent right you know so it, it is so painful when you get to that point which is why i hope that a lot of folks are hearing this and taking these things and really applying them you know it's easy to hear it but it's like that application you know and I, and 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 we're going to make sure that these why questions, you're, he'll give us a, we'll format it for you. And you can take it with whoever you want to go. Um, just as a shameless plug for Puan, he does take clients. Um, so we'll, <laughs> we'll try to put some way if you do want to reach out to him because it, and I don't know Puan long-term, but I know how many products you've looked at for me and the just, you guys, I'll tell him, my guy's already spent a fortune. Tell me where I'm at. What do I do? And he'll give me a drawing and then I can take that and run with it for a licensing deal where you couldn't do it if you're taking it to market. But you're like, no, I'm not going to bill you. Last thing I want to do is tell this guy he owes more money. Now, having said that, we do have to give him paying work (laughs) and we do want him to get it. But you may have somebody else that you can use this wise with. So, you know, you don't necessarily want to work with one or you have somebody that you love. Please. Use this as a guideline, like you said, to put it into motion so that when you are getting a prototype, they get where you're headed. Because like we were saying, it's we are reinventing new things. We are inventing the new things. Um, and sometimes that's hard. And sometimes a company will quote you when they think they could get it done and it turns out you can't because of something happened. But if, or they did it wrong and now they're not gonna eat it, even though they probably are at fault. I don't think I've ever seen a company really eat it. So if you get in your head, if they can relate, then you are going to get the best shot at getting the product that you want. And I mean, just know that it can be expensive. I mean, you got to have a budget for that prototyping, but get your quotes up front. Get yeah, your- you have to be open for all those things. And I think the whole reason we started this podcast series is, first of all, two-person success, right? We want to get people more into getting that two-person success because this industry sucks. And I think just if I'm just trying to be product developing, it's trying to rip off from the money or just making the money, then it defeats all the purpose. We want people to be successful. Exactly. We're shooting for success. success. And let's, I want to define that just for fun. Because um, I was thinking about that a lot. In a 2% success rate, um, obviously the ultimate success is your product's on the market and it's selling like a bazillion dollars. But if your product's on the market and you're replacing your salary, isn't that a success? In my world, that's a success. Yeah, that's such a good point because we often really just look at the huge breakout successes, right? The Apples and Teslas and whoever's of the world that you know are making multi-millions, billions of dollars. But really knowing what, kind of getting back to your why, right? Mm-hmm. What does that success look like for you? Because there are some fantastic, what we might call lifestyle business or like small business right. where... Honestly, it provides so much more time freedom or, hey, I can spend more time with my family, right? Because now I don't work a nine to five. You know, I just have this passion project that's supporting what I really want to do. And that's 
spend more time with family or see more of the world or whatever that passion is for you. So defines as a, as a, as a real success. And I have someone that um, I won't mention his name, but he is an incredible um, kid, even though he's not, but to me, he's a kid who I mentored with. And he was so passionate about innovation and he kept trying, he kept trying. And he finally came up with something. I want to tell you that like a sticker that's like um, almost ridiculous concept, but it was brilliant. And he's in like 250 locations and he's able to be home with his family. And so maybe he doesn't, you know, I think maybe he started out wanting that breakthrough killer moment, but he really has created, I'm so proud of him. I'm going to cry because I'm a big cry baby, but I'm so proud of his determination and his consistent. But I also wanted to touch on this success. So for me, and again, you know, we've talked about how I don't believe in failure. The only way you can fail is if you don't try. So I probably over try because that works for me. But in this case, what I'm thinking of is just like success is I got a really good patent attorney and I'm comfortable with the provision I'm getting success. Um, I've got a product developer who's affordable, who's working with me, and I got a product that actually works. Success, right? Because you guys, in a 2% success rate, you may not get all the way to the end, but you got to know where you've succeeded. So when the, when you come back the next time, if you come back or whatever, where you failed. So I think when you can develop a real genuine product, because I, I, I can't, I didn't like product developers for a reason, because I'd always see junk. I'd always get junk. And when you, now that I can appreciate when you get someone that can really make a product, I've had product developers make me a product that's so good, I can show a buyer as a finished product. To me, we have to celebrate that success. So in an industry that sucks or in life, oh my God, if you make it through a day and you didn't yell at somebody, in our world today, that's a success, right? (laughs) I mean, seriously, if they got my coffee right, ding, I'm happy, right? So... I guess I'm saying let's try to savor that along the way. So that way this industry that everybody wants to quit on or they call us because they're so fed up and they're taking the frustration out on us. I think, you know, and rightfully so in some ways, but let's let's celebrate those, right? Don't you Absolutely. agree? And yeah. if it starts with developing it right, mm-hmm. it really does. Yeah, and I think what you just mentioned is I think just appreciate what you're achieving and just don't keep feeling like bad about oh this didn't happen that didn't happen just enjoy what's in front of you enjoy your whatever you are. i think that's the success every day you do that you will feel more successful i do that every day you know i have to laugh because you guys i probably have built upon that for two reasons one is because i can't always get a deal i can't always figure it out but more importantly i've lost five deals because my inventors i let them talk and I love them, but something will happen in the conversation. And sometimes we think our product's worth so much more than it really is. And it usually comes down to that negotiation. And then all of a sudden they get greedy. And And I've heard it probably four out of the five times. Listen, we don't care if they're the last product on the planet. We look at products every day and we don't need that attitude. And it's not that they, my inventors mean harm, but people get so excited and they're seeing the deal and they're like, I want 500 million down and I want, you know, I want this royalty. and. I, Constance, who is someone who sent us in some stuff, I mean, she really got a handle on that really quick. Where she, in the beginning, she was so excited and we talked about it. She did her research and she realized that the money comes in the royalty deal. And so now you can stop being so demanding up front and you can get a deal. So I started telling myself, okay, those are five deals I scored. Whether you guys chose to take it or not, I got that deal for you. 
you know, and we could have closed that deal if you had not been thanked. So that's the reason I think I have now tried to change my vision into the fun of the journey mm-hmm. and then instead, because otherwise I would go to bed really sick because you guys, my, I make my living on a back end. I need you to succeed. And so when you, you, you can't be mad at your inventor, he has the right to say no, but you want to kill them. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But you know, you really are sad. So, um, and I know that kind of went down a different path, but I do think it's worth discussing that when you are looking to get deals and to succeed in this industry, when you finally get to the marketing point, you know, when you get a sale on Amazon, the first one, that's just as big of the day that you work up to 100. Because if you didn't get one, you didn't get to 100, right? Yeah. So please savor celebrate that. Celebrate the wins along the way. It's savor yeah. the wins along the way. Tip for the day. I would say I'm going to go back to that knowing what success is for you. Right. Because I think that's individual for each one of us. Um, And so I think if you define that early, that'll help you craft whether you're walking into a negotiation deal or whether you're talking to a product developer. I think that'll really help you craft Mm -hmm. your vision. Yeah, that's a great tip. tip. And I think one of my tip is going to be one of the one of the W I'm going to use it. Like tell your product developer what exactly you're looking for. Like he's not going to read your mind. So basically, keep that open communication. Have that tell him that okay, hey, this is my vision, this is what I want. And I think all these W's are basically gonna create that path to develop that partnership. So become partner with your product developer and tell him everything exactly what you want, and it will help you in the future. And I have a great analogy for that. You know me and my stories and my analogies, but I have a great one. Have you ever been with somebody who's like, oh my god, I just saw the best movie ever? And then they they begin to like relive the movie and they're in it because they've seen it in their head and they're reliving the movie and you're still stuck going, I'm sorry, what did the first guy do to the other guy? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like (laughs) you have no way to completely put all the pieces together. So now somebody rehashes a two hour movie in 35 minutes and you really caught what? A piece of it. Like I remember that the guy falls in love with the girl and then that's like all you get. So imagine that you're sitting down telling your product developer your entire vision, (laughs) but he's never seen the movie. So I like that. I think my tip is to remember that you're, they have, they haven't gone, you're, your product developer hasn't been where you've been mentally. And so therefore you really do. And if you can sketch something, if you can bring samples, Juan's constantly going, like I'll say, I want to add this, I don't know, this handle to this product. And he'll be like, what? And then he'll come back and he'll send me a picture. And he's like, is this at all close? And I'll be like, oh my God, this is exactly. But sometimes it's not. So do that. Bring them to the movie with you. All right, you guys, I want to thank you so much. This has been incredible. Um, Please keep sending um, emails, asking questions. Tell us what you want to know. Like, we're having a blast and we think we're giving you really quality value information. But if we're not, tell us kindly. (laughs) Because I am sensitive. All right, you guys. Thanks again. And I really appreciate you for showing up. Thanks.